Hello and welcome to another episode of the Problematic Sticker Anime Podcast. I am your host, Gary, and as always, I am joined by anime enthusiasts, Alfonso and Chili. Please say hello. Hello, hello. Hello. Fun. How have you guys been? Not bad, thank you. Been all right. Oh, you know, just hanging in there, finish the anime of the bye week this week. Um, yeah, I, I finished it, but I have no idea. I can't. I'm, I have to wiki it because I can't remember any other plot at all. I just remember all the nudity. And because there shots. was no plot. <laughs> I mean, there was plot, but we'll talk about it when it happens. That's the same sure. storyline was about. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, Alfonso, how have you been? I've been all right. I, I can't wait to talk about this anime because all that <laughs> this anime was so this anime cool. sent you down the rabbit hole, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, good. Much like uh, Steinsgate did. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. Ah, good stuff. Good stuff. Well then, shall we get into it then? First off, yeah. let's talk some happy Dragon Ball Heroes new episode released. Where we finally got to see Brawly make a return to the Dragon Ball universe once again. Brawly, Limit Breaker Brawly, I should say. I still have no idea exactly what the hell Limit Breaker is. Um, <laughs> well, no, that's not exactly right. Uh, his name is Full Power Limit Breaker Brawly. Okay, well, that doesn't stop me from still not knowing what Limit Breaker is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, isn't um, it basically like the, the? I think it's like what you call it from GT, where they like all went round Goku and powered him up and stuff. From GT, wasn't that yeah. when he became God? No, they did in GT. Remember as well. So it's just people giving you power. So how is Brawly getting power from other people? Well, that's why Gogeta said, "Wait, how did Broly achieve this on his own?" Because yeah, I don't know. Just like Gogeta got his power from the power of friendship, Broly got it from Broly really strong, I guess. <laughs> Very strong, yes. That's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> How else would you do it? But yes, we... Let's get into the episode really quickly then. Um, so we have Super Saiyan 4 Vegito fighting against mm-hmm. Fu, uh, essentially yeah. kicking his ass. Um, and then out of nowhere, uh, Fu teleports them into some weird dome, uh, kind of like an arena yeah. in a way. And uh, there's a big earthquake. Things start shattering everywhere. And in comes Brawly. In his legendary Super Saiyan form, going toe to toe with Super Saiyan Four, Vegito. Yeah. Uh, Vegito mm-hmm. gains the upper hand though because you know it ha- he has to. Otherwise, Raleigh's power is just stupid if he doesn't. I mean, at legendary status. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it was still stupid, but the fact that they were going toe to toe. I know that Vegito pulled through at the end, but it was still crazy that. It took yeah. any effort for Vegito to actually do damage to Broly. It should have been like Vegito just joking about 
But no, he had to put some effort into actually hurting Broly. Yeah, which I guess just proves that Berserker power is still more powerful than any controlled power that these guys can, can master. Yeah. <laughs> um, or it also yeah. proves that power levels are bullshit. Yes, they don't matter. We've already known this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> We've known this when Krillin went toe-to-toe with Super Saiyan Blue Goku with a Kamehameha. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, at Super Saiyan Blue, I, I, I can bend the rules a little bit in my imagination for that because Blue is all about mastering key control. So mm-hmm. although he was going toe-to-toe with Krillin, is like because he was controlling his key and only outputting enough to make Krillin look good. Maybe, maybe. That's my view on that. It's like Aizen from Bleach, where he's really overpowered, but he always had like really close fights with anyone he fought against because he'd always scale his power down to fight the enemy because otherwise he was bored. And that's what you think Goku was doing? He was bored fighting Jiren? <laughs> I mean, not Jiren. Krillin. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's probably bored fighting Jiren because he gets his ass kicked by Jiren. Vegeta's the same way, right? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take it easy because I'm bored getting punched in the face repeatedly. Talk about Goku and Vegeta, those year six anniversary Doken cards. Ah. Uh, Oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Oh. Yeah, let me <laughs> break for Broly. Yeah, so let's finish that. So after Gogeta punches him once, which is essentially the same way that Goku beat him in the movie <laughs> with that punch to the gut, <laughs> um, he goes Super Saiyan 4, Broly does, and yeah. then he gets the crazy purple glow, which turns him into Limit Breaker. Um, yeah. He goes to yeah. punch... Super Saiyan 4 Vegito and Super Saiyan Blue Vegito gets in the way, blocking the attack effortlessly. Um, And then Brawly just starts shooting key attacks at them um, successfully. uh, But it doesn't seem like he's really doing much damage to them. Even in Limit Breaker form, it's Vegito, so he's constantly just brushing all the attacks off, much like his character always did. Um... But during this encounter, Fu goes up to the the tree, the big floating tree in space, and does something to it to make it magical and glowy. And Super Saiyan 4 Vegito, or Super Saiyan Blue Vegito, tells 4 Vegito, so confusing, um, to go and deal with Fu and he'll take care of Brawly, which at this point, it's this terrible animation of the two of them essentially falling inside the tree and being engulfed by its rainbow glow. <laughs> Which, at that point, we see other scenes from all of Dragon Ball Heroes, where we saw um, Dr. Mew and... Uh, what's his name? What's his name, Ben? You mean e- Evil Goku, Turles. Yes. Him... Uh, and the light is reaching them. Uh, it starts to reach where Cumber is at in his little tube uh, with a character I didn't even recognize. I don't know who that character is. He's got a halo, so he's dead, but I have no idea who he is. He's blonde. But he was I there as he was well. Janemba. 
Janemba in human form? Yeah. I never seen Janemba in human form, so you can't tell. Remember, he was a human before he got polluted. I did not ever know this. It's in a movie. It's in the movie. Was it in the movie? I only saw yeah. the movie yeah. once. Yeah. Um, what? Um, the movie is um, it's a little kid that's in charge of balancing the souls between good and evil. And mm-hmm. he's like in charge of purifying the evil souls so that they can be reborn as good souls. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't clear the filter of the evil souls and it gets clogged up and explodes. And he becomes Janemba. Oh. See, I learned something. Fat Janemba is basically all the, the the human with all the souls, like in him. That's why he's bloated up, because he's got all those different like evil spirits that like expanded his body. Mm. And I guess skinny Janemba is just when he's finally mastered it and like got control. They also added. Um, in one of the games, they added backstory saying that the guy used to be like a pirate, also at one point. Oh, oh Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, already there you go, Janemba. Um, yeah. Doesn't answer the question why Janemba's hanging out with Cumber in his human form or how he reverted back to his human form. I don't know. But I'm just guessing that's, that's Janemba. By the way, I don't know. So okay, but it looks a bit like Janemba's character. You know, the human form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was essentially the whole episode. Um I was hoping for more with the fight with Brawley. Yeah. Uh but it was just yes. him blasting them with key attacks repeatedly. Like um, he always does. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean he said more words, they're the exact same words, Kakarod, Vegeta. Now he knows how to say Vegeta's name too. Vegeta. Um, <laughs> And somehow he knows that it's them fused somehow. Um, but okay. yeah, um, I'm super confused with this episode. I don't know okay. what Fu did with the tree. I don't know what this glowy light was. Um, nope. Apparently nobody knows. Demigro was there. He had no idea what the hell was going on. Um, nope. Mira and Toa were there. They didn't know what the hell was going on. Um, so yeah. Brawly just shows up out of nowhere, fights, vanishes with Vegito Blue, and that was it. So thoughts, Alfonso. You love Dragon Ball Heroes. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very confusing episode. I don't understand it. How Brawly got there, how he was able to go to Super Saiyan 4, how he's able to get the liberate power. I don't get it. And the whole thing with Fu the Tree just makes no sense. And I'm like, why do I continue to watch this? Why? That is the only Dragon Ball episodes we got right now. So that's why I keep watching it. It's the only Dragon Ball we're getting, yep. <sighs> ben. You know, hopefully we get full power darkness evil Broly Limit Breaker, Super Saiyan 4. <laughs> Because <laughs> there's like uh, a I... quick, there's like an evil darkness Super Saiyan Broly full power. So, I, uh, max, I want maximum evil darkness Super Saiyan 4 Broly limit breaker full power is what I'm looking forward to. 
Mm. Uh, so now yeah, I you know, the there's. Side. Tell us, yeah, why did good. you enjoy this set? I don't know. I, I, I like Broly. I, I like the original Z Broly, so anything with original Z Broly makes me happy. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's still an infinite number of questions that need answers. Uh, how did Fu recapture Cumber? Where is uh-huh. Metal Golden Frieza? Or Metal Golden <laughs> Cooler? <laughs> uh, apparently, Fu is not in cahoots with any of the other characters in the show. Because um, they're confused yeah. as to what the hell is going on. Um, mm-hmm. How they're all alive, I still don't know. Um, yeah. But you can know by playing the video game and buying the trading cards. Oh, the trading to... cards have the backstory to what's going on. <laughs> well, basically, the, the whole the whole anime is just to sell trading cards. So that's fine. I mean, they sell me <laughs> uh, Doken cards. I yeah. I go ham sandwich on those banners. So. <laughs> I do as well. They're so good. Yeah. Um, uh. So yeah, uh, my hope for the future of heroes is uh, Deborah, because I never got to see him <laughs> ever in heroes. And I want to see my demon, demon king Deborah. Please yeah. give me. <laughs> but don't worry, um, we know what the next saga is going to be called. The next saga is called Space Time War Saga, and will involve everyone's favorite characters such as Turles, Bojack, and Cell. So and Cell. So we're gonna get make a big Cell X over here. Oh, please don't bring Cell X back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen Celex, Alfonso, but Celex is the worst form of Cell. Yes, I know, unfortunately. I mean, he looks good up close, but then you zoom out and he's not so cool looking anymore. <laughs> no, he is not. <laughs> Golden He's OP as hell, though. I'm surprised Frieza is not in Heroes at all. Give me some Freezy Pop. I mean, they had Dark Freezer at one point. Dark Freezer. I missed it too. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's Dragon Ball Heroes. I guess we'll have to wait for more heroes in the future. Yeah. But it is, as Ben mentioned, the sixth anniversary of Dokken Battle. Six years of service. And we're getting some fancy cards in Japan. This is uh, the Japanese sixth anniversary. The global yeah. one is, I think, in uh, July or something. July. Yeah, so we'll have to wait for this. But let's talk a little bit. We are getting a free-to-play LR Master Roshi from the Tournament yes. of Power. Which makes me sad because I wanted it to be from the original Dragon Ball. But Ultra Instinct Roshi is good as well. <laughs> He is going to be uh, the same kind of setup as uh, Goku was when he turned into Goku and Krillin and then Goku yeah. and Araiwe. So he's just going to be Roshi with the best card art of him just standing there staring at you, holding his glasses. It looks badass. Um, and then it's Master Roshi doing the evil containment wave and then apparently no. the L. No, yes it is. He's doing the evil containment wave. He's doing the Thunder Flash. Oh, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the same stance, man. Leave me alone. It basically is, yeah. <laughs> Except and one's green and one's yellow. <laughs> That's it. 
And then the LR is him in his buff, full-power body doing the Kamehameha. Uh, That art has not been revealed yet. We just got a dark silhouette of it. Part Um, 2, probably. Yeah, yeah. Part 2 will probably Um, be the LR, and then Part 3 will easy A it. Like, uh, Goku, remember Rose? Oh, yeah. But... It's the Dokken Fest units that everybody's talking about. We are getting LR Mastered Ultra Instinct Goku and LR Sparkled Vegeta. Or uh. Evolution Vegeta, if you want to call it that. <laughs> they are very nice, crisp-looking card arts. I like Vegeta's more, though. Yes. Um, but still good. Uh, SAs uh, look really great. Go ahead, man. I like the fact that Vegeta has two card arts. Two card hearts is one. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Vegeta's, Vegeta's active skill is his final explosion that he did to knock out yeah. Topo. Uh, when he does this, uh, his card out changes and he becomes shirtless. Yeah. And With he nipples. becomes sexy Sparkle Vegeta. Give me. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, they actually added nipples to the card art. <laughs> As they should. Uh. <laughs> Um, great essays, uh, great art, but these two cards also bring in the new feature being introduced into Dokken Battle, which is the revive feature. Yeah. Um, once defeated, both Goku and Ve- and Vegeta are able to revive in the fight. I believe it's after seven turns okay. uh, that feature, that thing becomes active. No, and yes. Um, Goku's is a little easier in a way and harder than Vegeta's at the same time. Uh, they both have their own different way for the revival skill to work. Um, for Vegeta, it takes seven hits. You've got to be hit okay. seven times. And then when you're under 50%, when, well, you got to take seven hits. And then when you die, you get uh, revived. By the way, it doesn't have to be Vegeta or Goku that dies. It can be anyone on that rotation. So say if you got Vegeta in the first slot and then someone else in the second slot. If the person in the second slot dies... You still have the revival mechanic. But Vegeta nice. or Goku has to be in that turn. They have to be in rotation. Um, so Vegeta, it takes seven hits. With Goku, it's take three hits. What a loser. But <laughs> Goku has a 70% dodge rate. And you actually have to be hit for it to work. So if you dodge, it doesn't count. And as he has a 70% dodge rate, that means, yes, he has to take less hits than Vegeta, but there's it's a very high chance that you're not going to be hit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, both the rival skills just revive you and give you back to 70% HP. So, yeah. Yeah, um... Not the only cards we're getting, though. We are also getting, believe it or not, two Gohan cards who gets in the way of other characters' cards. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we are getting uh, a brand new Golden Frieza, Golden Emperor Frieza, who has an amazing card art that gets ruined when he awakens and Gohan joins him on the card art. Um, and it's essentially when they team up to take on Dispo, uh, Frieza becomes a secondary character who does the little beams to trap Dispo and Gohan does all the attacks. Um, 
The other card is a Piccolo card, which transforms into, again, Gohan. And it's Gohan and Piccolo teaming. Actually, no, it's a Gohan card that adds Piccolo. I'm sorry. Um, And it's essentially the move where Gohan distracts the the Mechians while Piccolo charges up the special beam cannon. (laughs) Ben, tell us about these art and these cards. The cards are pretty good. I know um, they're both support units. Um, I can't remember, I remember the s- stats exactly. Um, but I do know that they're both support. Um, I think, for, if I'm right, like, Frieza gives more support than Goku. I mean, Go- um, yeah, Frieza gives more support than the Piccolo one, if I'm brightly. Um, but, oh, one second, here we go. Here they are. Uh, Piccolo gives has a critical chance if the enemy is stunned. Was well, guaranteed critical if he's stunned, and he gives two key and twenty percent attack and defense to representative universe seven. Um, but Piccolo also gains attack and defense every turn up to eighty percent. Um, every time, every turn, and then Gohan and Frieza. Um, a great chance to guard, so that's seventy percent after super attacking, and the enemy loses attacking defense by thirty percent. Um, and all ca- key, uh, all that. Oh, it's the same. All ca- allies key plus two and attacking defense plus twenty percent. So yeah, they're great supports. And oh, and the freezer raises attack for one turn and seals, while Piccolo greatly raises attack for one turn. So Piccolo gives more attack. Um, and he has a medium chance to support. I think the Piccolo is going to do more damage than Frieza. But the Frieza has more utility. So, Well, I'm always going to be using Frieza because he's my emperor and I will worship him. I mean, in his if golden... I pull both, I'll use both because... You know. <laughs> yes, it all comes down to what you pull. But the banners themselves are probably the best banners I've seen in Dokken yeah. so far. So... Outside of the brand new characters uh, and the brand new Gohan with the support characters, uh, Vegeta's banner, for example, will have LR Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta. It will have LR Intelligent Cell, and it will have STR, LR STR Goku and Vegeta that turns into Vegeta. While the Goku banner will have, obviously, Ultra Instinct Goku. It will have Gohan and Piccolo. It will also have LR Super Saiyan 2 Gohan. Uh, LR Super Saiyan 4 Goku and Gotenks absorbed Majin Buu who transforms into Ultimate Majin Buu. Um, and for the for the other other units that are on the banner, uh, mm-hmm. Vegeta has Kefla strength. Um, nice. Tech Majin Vegeta. Tech hit. Uh, Android 17 physical, you know, turn of power. And Blue Vegeta. Yeah, Super Saiyan Blue, Dokken Blue Vegeta. Mm. Um, and Goku has. Um, Beerus. Uh, Intelligence Angel Goku, you know, the opposite of the Vegeta. Uh, Strength Kaioken Goku. Ultra Instance Goku and Intelligence Golden Freezer. You know, um, the Dokken ones. All, all Dokken yes. units, so. I personally yeah. feel like Great 
Vegeta's banner is a little bit better. But that's just me. Because Beerus is good. Intelligence Goku, I haven't tried him yet. I got him recently. I need to awaken him. Strength Kaioken Goku, I've been very disappointed in him. Um, UI Goku's aged. Freezer is good, but you can't really run him on certain teams because he reduces the ally super attack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're super tight. Yeah, they're you know. So he's good, but and then the problem with Vegeta's banner is hits on him, and hit sucks. <laughs> and Android seventeen, oh. I guess, because he's 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 aged a bit now. He's aged, yeah, but he's still a pretty good unit. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna guess that for global they'll replace that intelligent golden Frieza for the new physical one that we just recently got. Um, uh, who is a phenomenal unit, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> one of the best Delkin units in the game. But yeah. No, they also uh, there got is the uh, sixty six banner as well, unless that's what you're gonna say. Uh no, I was gonna talk about what the rumors are for part two. Okay. Yeah, so uh, rumors is that the legendary summon character is going to be 17, Android 17. Um, yeah. That's everybody's guess and assumption at this point. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it isn't. Um, I think it'll be something like they did with uh, LR uh, Angel Vegeta uh, during the last celebration where his is going to be more He's by himself, but then when he has either Goku and Frieza on the team, uh, the super attack will do a uh, a unit super attack. Well, they will join in on the super attack as they did at the end of of the fight against Jiren. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised. Right now, there's only three cards that have the unit attack, I believe. Um, definitely need more at this point. They kind of just abandoned the feature since the... Um, the I mean, free to play the same with... Hercule, Margin Buu, and Super Saiyan 3 Goku. They kind of did the LR. same with the exchange. We had like the exchange unit in Adversary, and then there was like nothing for ages. Yeah, like two characters had the exchange, yeah. and there are two free to play cards. <laughs> um, fantastic free to play cards for long battles because they stack defense, but yeah, for sure. Um, but that's what the theory is. I'll be okay with that card. I think that'll be a pretty cool card. Yeah. I would personally would like uh, an LR God of Destruction Topo card instead. Um, well, no, we're going to get both, aren't we? Well, people thinking so, yeah. Because we um, got two units last time. My my guess is I'm going to go with 17 as one of them, which will be... Oh, who Who is it last year? It was Rosé and Broly. I think 17 is going to be the Rosé unit. If you understand what I mean. And then yeah. Broly was a... Um, you know, had more than one person in the card. Yeah, it was a trio unit. I feel yeah. like we're going to get a... Um, Topo. Dipso. And maybe Jiren uh, trio card. But what would be the point of that card? Like They never really fought together. The three of them. Well, that's and I think why it'll... I feel like... Topo It'll Dipso ruin the idea of Topo being God of Destruction to in that card. Topo and Dipso fought for attacked Go uh, Goku when he went Ultra Instinct, remember? Yeah. But Jiren like... never joined in. <laughs> no, but I feel like Jiren... No, they were... Goku was fighting Jiren at the time, and then Topo and Dipso mm. jumped in. I feel like it's going to yeah. be a Topo main card, and then 
Dipso is going to join in for some of the super attacks, and then the active skill is going to be Jiren. Mm. I mean, I'd rather just the God of Destruction, but... Yeah, I see it opposite. I see 17 being with Goku and Frieza, and yeah. Topo being by himself that turns God of Destruction. No, it could be like a revive we... skill for him. Once he's defeated, like he essentially was by Frieza and 17, um, he revives into a God of Destruction. The problem so, is, though, there's a good top eye with the... Oh, God, the... Yeah, the um, support one. The Pride Troopers one, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, there is that God of Destruction. But, see, he's already God of Destruction, whereas the LR one will be him regular, oh, and he true. transforms into God of Destruction. Because right now, you know, they have the category of Universe 11, and it's, like, the worst category, because you literally have to have every unit that's been released. I have, like... That <laughs> I've been I've been farming that unit today, you know, the free one. Yeah. And it's like yeah. you have a hundred and twenty percent bonus because I have like two units. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. I had to farm the new one because I had to, to get the, the missions for having three of the same three universe eleven because I've never mm -hmm. awakened Dipso, so I had Topo and Um Who else was it? Topo and someone else. I had like two Universe 11. Oh, Jiren. Mm -hmm. Not the new one, but the old one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it's if it's going to be one of those, it has to be a topo. I don't see yeah. it being anything else. So. Uh, the 66 banner is live as well. Um, though you can't get all 66 tickets like now, of course, it'll take, yeah, take months before you get all the tickets. Um, mm hmm People will be like, where's the last ticket? But you can now summon for 66 units. Uh, the cost has gone up because of that. You can Because there's a stone version as well as the ticket version. Uh, it's 250 stones for 66 units. So you're still getting an extra 11 units. So um, still a good deal. Um, mm -hmm. It has loads of um, like not... It has loads of like Doken units that aren't, you know, main banner. Such as Supreme Kai, TN, Boo. Uh, <laughs> some good units there. But oh, otherwise, it goes up to Turles. So you can have Turles, uh, Super Saiyan 2, Vegeta, the Angel, uh, UI Goku, Vegeta and Nappa, and all that are on the, on the banner. There is no Tech Gohan. So. Mm. Um, I also did forget to mention we there are besides the LR Master Roshi free to play. There's another free to play card with uh, Tien and I believe Master Roshi as well. Um, so we are also getting that one, even though I don't think they actually ever teamed up in the in the show. Like they never fought together on the team, like combo moves, I should say. Yeah. Um, it's funny you talk about Tien. Because I've always loved Tien. I've loved his character. I loved his abilities. Definitely doesn't get credit like he should going forward in that in the series. Um, yeah. But like you said, like the Tien cards have constantly been fantastic support cards. <laughs> yeah. And he actually is one of the better hitters in the game. Like the the physical Tien that came out with the Majin Buu celebration, he was damn good. He's still good. He hits. He gets about three million attack stat for me sometimes. Um, so he hits hard, and he buffs the whole team. So 
Yeah. And then you've got the new extreme gods of destruction mode. Uh, there's four yes. unit, four fights out right now. There's twelve fights all together. Um, where we you fight all the um, gods of destruction, and they all have different like, like um, different um, like quirks, like Hella, which is stage two, will change her typing every turn. Nice. She'll go from agility to tech to intelligence to strength to physical to agility. And um, the third god of destruction, Moscow, uh, he super attacks three times, one for each ally. Moscow, is that his name? Yeah, Moscow, I think, yeah. Nice. So, <laughs> uh, they, and they all have a chance to dodge as well, by the way. Of course. And I'm pretty sure that Beerus will be the last one they always for you to fight. Yeah. Um, I want to fight the clown, though. That'll be cool. Yeah, um, you get a, a, each time you we beat one, you get a Zeno support item, um, and then once you get all twelve, you can unlock the Zeno memory, the support memory Zeno's world of thanks. Nice, which is kind of disappointing in a way. It, um, it's I would say it's one of the better support memories, but considering how hard the event is, it feels a little bit too weak. Um, support memories are a new type of item which uh, you equip uh, to your item slot, of course, and then it triggers automatically in battle. Uh, the Whis, for instance, gives key plus three, but it has to be the third turn. Um, Gohan gives attack and defense plus, I think, 10%, but you have to be under 70% HP and then it automatically triggers. And then there's two others where... Um, if you're fighting super class enemies or extreme type enemies, as soon as you start the battle, it triggers. But those are one turn. Uh, Zeno seems to be a permanent buff for 10% attack and defense, but only for universe survival saga category characters. So, good, but considering how hard the event is, 10% doesn't seem worth it. Because if you're doing this event, chances are you've got the best units in the game, you might as well just go mental and add something really powerful even if it's just one turn rather than multiple terms mm. like give us 50% attacking defense for one turn <laughs> do it have it so that you know yeah just you're going to be fine the hardest enemies in the game might as well make give the best item in the game yeah and unlike normal or... items, memories aren't consumed. By the way, they're hundred. They're um, once you've unlocked them, that's it. You don't have to get any more. It's... Nice, very good. So, me like you. There was something. But already, what one last thing? Um, yes. They're adding the Fit Boo event where you have a chance to fight Fit Boo, um, and it it gives Universe Seven specific orbs. But if Hercule oh, nice. spawns, it's a gold, you know, a guaranteed gold, kind of like Beerus. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Well, very nice. Well, before Alfonso falls asleep, we Sorry, should Alfonso. probably. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Don't go ahead. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. We should probably get into the anime of the bye week. Ben, this was your choice. It was Akiba Strip. 
or Occubus Trip, I should say. Sorry. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> it's a very a clever strip. title. It's a very clever title. <laughs> it is an anime based off the pretty popular video game, uh, actually. So, yes, Occubus Trip, where characters are infected by what are called buggies. Yeah. And the only way to defeat them is to rip off their clothes and strip them. Um, if they've been possessed for too long, they essentially just vanish. Uh, but if they're younger possessed people, uh, not well, not for too long, then they will revert back to their human form. Oh boy, this anime was all over the place. As Ben <laughs> mentioned behind the scenes, that he had no idea what the hell the plot was. <laughs> No. Oh, God. Uh, I'm looking and... at the Wikipedia right now. I've watched it like twice so far, <laughs> and I still don't understand why I've watched. But episode one was they, yeah, that's where we got him. He got kissed and he gained his powers, and then woman got naked. <laughs> woman got naked. That's, that's all you had to say, man. <laughs> uh... No. Okay. So. The show is essentially about uh, Akihabara, uh, the big otaku world of Japan, um, is essentially being invaded by something called the buggies. And these buggies possess people, and it gives them these crazy supernatural powers. And they are trying to take over Akihabara. Um, A group of vigilantes, well, one vigilante i should say um is out to stop this from happening you find out that she herself i don't remember her name by the way no um, god <laughs> i believe it's um uh mayonaka uh essentially who the group yeah. is named after um young girl red jacket schoolgirl outfit um she is fighting them off uh, and she's ripping off their clothes. And our main character, uh, what's his name here? It is Tamotsu. Tamotsu. Keki. <laughs> Ta- Tamotsu. He um, and his sister are essentially shopping around in Akihabara when they encounter this big battle going on. And they think it's for some publicity stunt or TV show or something. Yeah. Um, she falls from the sky. And then she flies out of the area after the fight is over. Um, but during this episode, uh, he essentially uh, encounters our third main character. He is trying to buy a toy or an action figure that's super rare. And another character, Arisa, who is the blonde otaku-loving character, the best she character buys the, the show. She tries to buy the same toy. <laughs> Uh, and while they're fighting over the toy, um, Mayo shows up and thinks that she, Arisa that is, is possessed by the buggies and tries to attack her. We find out that Arisa is kind of a badass and she knows how to fight, martial arts style. Yes, she does. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they fight. They essentially destroy the whole store. And he hears over, I believe, the radio. Um, that there is a big explosion at the store that his sister went to. So he goes over there 
to see what's going on. And of course, buggies are there. They attack him, and he's be he's saved again by Mayo. Uh, and then Arista shows up, completely different outfit. Says that her outfit was completely destroyed during the fight with Mayo. Um, and he asks Arisa to take care of his sister while he goes and tries to help Mayo. Uh, they get up to the roof. Um, Mayo is essentially getting her butt kicked by a huge group of buggies. He steps in to help um, and gets killed for it. He gets stabbed with a wooden broomstick yeah. that's been broken. Um, mm-hmm. And the only way for Mayo to save him is by kissing him and rubbing herself against him sexually, very sexually. <laughs> and by doing so, she turns him into one of her. Um, a buggy, essentially. Um, which gives him crazy superhuman powers. And the two of them team up and they defeat all these enemies. And that is the setup for this ridiculous anime where we find out that he can't leave Akihabara and neither can she. If he takes off his clothes just to shower, he will die. So they have to build some special shower. I don't know how it works. Um, But every episode of this show is essentially its own plot. Um, Up until at least, I think, the last two or three episodes where the main baddie finally shows up and we know what's really going on and all that. But overall, this show, every episode is its own story. Some were better than others, and others were infinitely more hilarious than the others. Yeah. (laughs) We had an idol episode. We had a Made Cafe episode, which was, I think, one of the best ones in the show. (laughs) Um, We had an episode where he believes that radio is the most powerful and important piece Mm -hmm. of communication technology. We have Mm -hmm. an episode where he falls in love with a computer program that turns into a giant robot. (laughs) Uh All over the place. Uh, so Ben, you watched it twice. Tell us some of your favorite moments of this show. And you mentioned Arisa is your favorite character. Tell us why. I don't know. I like her spunky attitude. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really have any powers, so I like the fact that she doesn't care and she still attacks things. So I'm right. She's, she's and, not a buggy, right? She's just really well trained. Yeah, she's a badass. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's been heavily trained. Um, though I feel like some of it she's might be made up what she's smart. done. Yeah. Um, but no, that computer episode was my favorite. I actually found it really sad. It was a little. It was kind of sad. I wasn't expected to be so emotionally invested into that episode because I loved. I loved the montage in that episode of them having fun. I was like, <laughs> "What is happening?" Man? Uh, <laughs> I was not expecting that though. That's. I think that's why it hit me so hard because it'd been like. Boobs, ass, panties, otaku robots. Oh, what's this? The sad yeah. robot storyline. <laughs> it was. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it ends with like um, they're like um, it's like ah, oh, what was it? Spoilers, by the way, for the show. Major spoilers. Um, because the robot, you know, passes away, and they're like ah, oh. it's like, but it was designed to be like 
to to store all the the memories and yeah, store everything about blah blah blah. And she was like, yeah. And it realized that Akihabara was precious to you, so it wanted to make sure those memories are stored. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. uh. <laughs> uh, nice, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, she was kind of my favorite character too, mostly because she was always wearing some weird cosplay outfit in every yeah. episode, which mm-hmm. was like different the rest of the episode time. where it was basically Miku from Street Fighter. Yeah, oh my god, there is a whole Street Fighter episode, yes. which was fantastic. That's where... my favorite episode. <laughs> okay, tell us, oh, Alfonso, your favorite Street Fighter episode, please. Yeah, so, he, first of all, I love that it, they, they, they incorporate Street Fighter in the, in the, in the anime. They, that was just... The fact that they're able to license it, because yeah. this is a Sega property. So the fact that they're so, able to license that is crazy. He 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 goes into the arcade. He he checks out Street Fighter, so he plays, and obviously someone challenged him and he loses. He didn't get no hit, and the girls telling him, um, "You have to be more like involved to 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 win because you're you're so uptight and stuff like that," and. I don't remember what exactly happened, but it comes to the point where his sister has been taken, and he feels it's her. And in order to get her back, he has to enter this gaming tournament. And this is where it's funny, because then you have, I forgot, there's, they also got the, what's the, the doctor, or not the, what's the doctor? No, what's that, what's, what she is? Um... She's a century little, scientist. Yeah, the scientist who wears this long, which that's just weird. She has this long ass, this long ass white coat on this damn scooter. How does <laughs> she not trip? I I'm gonna say the scientist was my second favorite character. <laughs> but the but the scientist has the idea that we are gonna do this huge ass montage, this chain montage to he goes through so much torture of it, but it made him stronger. And when he finally gets to the tournament, he loses in the first round. <laughs> he gets no hit. He gets no hit. He loses. It's like all that for nothing. But the weird thing about it is because he's the main character, he goes to the finals. I was like, how's that work? Through through the loser bracket, so tournaments have a loser bracket, and if you win the loser bracket, you can come back to the main tournament. Wait, what? So he's fighting her in the final battle, and he's he's not doing so good. And well, she throws the first round because she wanted to see how he fights, and then she you know she wins the second round with ease. And the third round comes around, and she finds out her secret that she starts to take off her clothes to win. I was like, is this a thing? Is this really a thing? <laughs> like, <laughs> so he starts to do the same thing, and then neck and neck, and he decides it. He decided, you know what? I would, I would take it a step further, and he took off 
his underwear and start to do a fucking tornado. I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> <laughs> and he wins. He started and doing the, 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 the 16 button press attack that yeah. he learned against the watermelon. <laughs> and he wins. And then he's so forgetful that he starts screaming, oh shit! I'm burning on my fire because he doesn't have underwear on. I love how she gives him her ja- her jacket and he puts it on, but he's still butt naked. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So we find out who's the buggy is is one of the the ring announcers and who's dressed up as Guile. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he tells him. Oh, don't come any closer, I'm gonna hurt you. And he just wails him so hard that he flies out the arena. And then he goes look for his sister. And we find out that his sister is playing video games. And then he says, Oh, I'm gonna help you. And he said, I'm not so good. And then the sister asks, Why is your junk out? And he says, <laughs> Oh, I didn't realize that it was. <laughs> like, how do, how do you know <laughs> that your dick is out? Like, you don't feel the breeze. And she's like, okay, you need to pause the pause because this is freaking me out. It's <laughs> so good. Uh, oh, yeah. Man. That episode was great. The training montage really did it for me. When it's like <laughs> the, the tank with the sharks and it's like barely like a 10 foot tank. <laughs> it's like, how is that supposed and to train got... him? And he's just dying. You see blood and shit flying out everywhere. He got <laughs> run off a bulldozer. It's like, yeah. how you survive that? <laughs> Oh man, um, I think my favorite episode was the Yu-Gi-Oh episode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I love this oh, that episode was a close second for me. The reason I love this episode is it reminded me of the Doctor Stone episode, <laughs> where he thinks he's a badass, but then he's just all beat up and messed up. <laughs> this is exactly the same thing because they look all badass when they're playing the card game yeah, and then it cuts to serious. the other characters and Mayo's just sitting there what's going on why are they so excited about it and they're just sitting there thinking and it's just all boring and shit when the head it's like I play this monster I then I can play these three monsters because I played that monster and they're like what <laughs> and she's like, what the hell is going on? It's time to Oh my god, that episode did so much for me. I love that episode. It was so well done. Like the whole show just feels like a parody of other shows, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that episode was oh. great. I also love the maid episode where he becomes a butler. Mm, and yeah. the reason I love this episode is essentially how uh, his sister bitch slaps him in that episode. <laughs> because he looks like a zombie at that point, right? And he wears the female maid outfit instead of the butler one. Mm-hmm. And she and she slaps him, right? And he's got this big bruise on his... And he's already knocked out of it, right? He's like, mm-hmm. okay, I know what's going on. And then she takes Mayo's bat and hits him in the face and it just goes flying across the room. I was like, there was no reason to do that. And she did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, oh my God. God. And then there was the porn episode. 
which yeah. I was dying at the moment when the uh, what's it called? The shower boys were there. <laughs> yeah, they started singing the song. <laughs> shower time, nothing weird at all. Shower time. <laughs> And they have like the the floaty and it's squirting water out of their crotch. <laughs> and, her, and his sister is like, "Oh, it feels so good." Uh, oh, man. oh my god! Ah, oh. such good stuff, man. I think I blocked that part yeah, of my dude. memory because I remember it now, but. <laughs> <laughs> Shower time. Nothing weird from shower time. <laughs> it's like that meme so with the sofa, oh, but in a shower. Yeah. It was so good. Uh, but yeah, there's just so many different episodes. Like the one where he falls in love with an idol, and it's like the worst idol. All the idol does is like mum shit. It's like, mum, 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 mum. yeah, <laughs> he falls in love with it. And he starts buying all the most expensive audio stuff, and then he realizes that it's all useless, and he like the best audio is just to see the concert live. Oh. <laughs> just wasted all his money. Um, so good. Yeah, obviously there's the wrestler episode where she, Arisa's fighting her master, and you expect it to be like some kung fu match, but it's a goddamn wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Oh man. oh man, that radio episode, that one was also good because obviously the 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 scientist friend got turned to a buggy because of she failing her her research, and mm-hmm. she used a radio wave to take off their clothes, and obviously they found a way to um cover themselves with foil. But she said, "Oh, we need to go for the eyes." So what they do, they run. I don't know how you run so fast. By the way, I love how their excuse was to just buy a load of chicken wings or what it was. (laughs) And still eat them too. I'm like, I know it's real life logic here, but you could have just bought foil. You didn't have to order all that food. (laughs) Oh, God. So good. So, so good. Yeah, and oh my god, this outfit chafes so much. And he's like, you're lucky you don't have boy parts. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But yeah, so there is a somewhat overall story arc. Uh, you don't really, like, you get glimpses of the main villain throughout the show. Uh, but you really don't get anything until, like, the last three episodes. Where we find out uh, Mayo's grandmother wants to take over Akihabara because humans have essentially ruined it for her. Um, and Mayo obviously doesn't agree with her. That's why she went against them to to stop all the other buggies um, while being a buggy herself. <clears throat> That's essentially what the overall story is. I um, know the story is a little different, but seeing those last episodes, doesn't this remind you of Kill I Kill? Very much so. It does, yes. Even the evil look that she has is the same mm-hmm. look that you saw in the show. Like I said, it's a parody. That whole anime is a parody of other animes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and most of them were done pretty goddamn well. So, yes. Uh, it kind of doesn't follow the game at all. It's kind of its own thing uh, outside mm-hmm. of stripping the enemies to, to, to defeat them and stuff. But um, 
it's good for what it is. Uh, it's mm-hmm. definitely a fun watch. It's 13 episodes, which I think is a great length for it. I think if it went on longer than that, it it would become stale. Um, but unfortunately, there is no second season. I believe this was yeah. kind of just a promotional anime for for the game. Yeah, because it said it wasn't. I, I looked it up and they said, oh, due to ratings, they decided not to go with second season. It's like, why? It's so good. Due to what? Due to ratings. Due to ratings. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's sad, but it makes sense, I guess. I mean, we do have a second game, Occupus Beat. Um, mm-hmm. There's a third one in development. Uh, but unfortunately, we probably won't get animes to those. So... Which, yeah, it was sucked because of how it ended. Like, come on. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, and like every game is different. Like, Alcubus Beat is about music, where they go into the world of the songs that they're listening to to stop enemies there somehow. I don't really understand how it works. I haven't played the second game myself, um, even though I do own it. Need to play it. Um. So yeah. Anything else you guys want to add to Occubus Strip or Occubus? It's good. Strip? It, <laughs> it is good. Yeah, Occubus is my favorite character. He, I don't, I, I can't remember, but he reminds me of, of another character where we seen, like in terms of band recommendation, where he gets serious with certain things. He yelling at people for things that happens, and it's not his fault. It's 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 the humor that gets that just makes it also great. It's, it's it's so good. Like it doesn't need a plot. It doesn't need a story because the humor has it all. Not only that, but also, all right. So you have male who who takes things seriously in his turn, and yeah, she has her feelings. Agabad gets serious when things happen. You have a sister who's like the. Uh, how do you say she's the concerned one but also the wise one who tells Akiba okay this is what needs to be done snap out of it and then you have the well I can't call it dim with it because she's actually smart so they all have their own perspective and things but when they come together they work so well and that's why I love it so much because they yeah there's times they they're in trouble. Some like kidnapped. Some one runs. You know she goes back to which was which was so stupid. I thought she left for good. Did she just there to take care of the panda? Like really? <laughs> the panda got sick, so that's all she was there for to take care of the panda. But anyway, yeah. But they they all work together, and it, it just it just fits the piece so perfectly. So my rating. This is a 10. This is definitely a 10. Ben, great recommendation for the, your first of the year. Yay! I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I don't know how you do it because obviously the game is nothing like this, but you got some sexual <laughs> psychic powers that allows you to pick these animes, and this one, this one is up there. So yeah, 10 out of 10. Yeah, Man, I just look I at I the... Had... I click the fan service button and go, that one. <laughs> Man, I wish I had sexual psychic powers. That'd be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. Uh, For me, uh, like I said, I loved 
the comedy of it. I love that it was not taking itself seriously any point in time. Um, the parody of other animes was great. Uh, I think they nailed it perfectly. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't do some random ass Pokemon episode. I think that would have been amazing too. <laughs> um, I also really enjoyed uh, that the end theme song was always different uh, from mm, actual yeah. real bands in Japan. Uh, they even showed like a live image of them during the credits of, of the band that's performing. I thought that was a pretty cool and unique thing to do. Um, I also really enjoyed some of the fight scenes. I think some of the fight scenes were really good, especially when Arisa was fighting. And some of them I thought felt a little dull, like they just didn't get the same attention. Um, but overall, a great anime. It, it really was. Um, I'm going to give it a nine myself. I think I'll, I enjoyed the anime, uh, but I don't think I enjoyed it as much as Alfonso did. So I'm probably going to give it a nine as well. It was really good though. Nice. Nice, nice. Yep. Akiba's Trip is the official title, not Akiba's Trip, even though it's very clever how they did it. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. I mean, it's technically a strip as well. Not the fact that they're stripping, but, you know, I would consider that a strip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So also, if you're looking at the games, it's funny because the Akiba's Trip is rated M for Mature. Whereas Occupus Beat is rated E for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so drastic change. Like, oh man, I want to play the first game as a chi- as a kid, and you're like, oh, why is this M rated? <laughs> um, so yeah, that is Occupus Trip. If you want to watch the anime, please do. If you want to play the game, do that as well. They don't really have much in common outside of the main themes of buggies. Possessing people and you have to strip enemies to to defeat them. Um, other than that, yeah. characters are different. Story is different. Um, yeah, but still fun. At least I, from what I remember playing of that game, it was fun. Um, so yeah, thank you, Ben, once again for your sexual psychic powers, as Alfonso <laughs> likes to put it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm calling them. That's what I'm calling them. <laughs> Alrighty, then I guess it is my turn to pick. Correct? Uh-huh. Yep. Alrighty, so I'm going to pick an anime from a franchise we've already experienced, except I remember Klaus recommended this franchise, and he recommended the wrong version of this franchise. Um, so I am going to recommend an anime on Netflix. It is called Fate Zero. Fate slash Zero if you need to look it up that way. <clears throat> it is an anime. Let me quickly get to what's it about here. Oh my god, stop. Okay. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, stop playing. Okay. Um. Wow, this is taking forever. Anyways, Fade Zero. It is... For those who remember, we did uh, a Fate series that was essentially based on the video game of the franchise. This is not based on the video game, it's based on the manga. Um, Fate Zero tells the story of people who um, compete in a tournament called uh, the Holy Grail War. 
And the winner of this tournament uh, gets the Holy Grail and is able to make whatever wish that they want at the end. Um, but they don't fight themselves. Well, they can if they want to. They use uh, historical figures to do the fighting for them. Uh, characters like Alexander the Great, um, freaking Hercules. Um, pick whichever one you want. Robin Hood. Uh, they bring these characters back to life so they can fight in this tournament. And if they win, they get whatever wish the person wants, who is called the caster, and the spirit that they summon or bring back to life. They both get whatever wish they want. Um, Fate Zero is the prequel to the entire franchise. Um, and it stars essentially everybody's favorite character, Saber that I'm sure you'll recognize as a female character. Um, each character has a class uh, that they are assigned to. So Robin Hood is an archer class. Saber is obviously a sword class. Um, there's a chariot. They're essentially part of the tarot cards, if you really want to think about it. Death, there's Berserker, which is my favorite, as you'll find out why. But yes, Fate Zero. It's two seasons. Each season is 12 episodes long. Um, so 24 episodes in total. I hope that's okay with you guys. I think you it will know be. that's not a problem with me. <laughs> it's definitely something that you should get through two both seasons though, because the first season does end on the cliffhanger, and you kind of have to watch the second season. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know I don't like cliffhangers, so I'm definitely watching the second season. <laughs> um, I love this franchise because I think it has some of the best action sequences around right now in anime um you'll get to see it firsthand and it tells a very good story too so um yes that is my recommendation it's on netflix i hope you enjoy it fate zero okay then shout out uh one last news thing about dragon ball before we go forgot okay. to mention this earlier um, Dragon Ball Legends is teasing the 1,000 day login bonus. So, yeah. Um, I'm at 930 days myself, so I'm, I'm not going to get the 1,000 days for about a month or so. Well, two months. But, yeah, they're teasing the 1,000 days. Uh, in fact, there's a Vegeta event now where it gives a ticket for a guaranteed rare unit that says it's for a future banner. So... Be interesting to see what the 1000 day login and banner is for legends hot uh, anyway you, you can find me mg underscore chili uh you can contact me i shout out to everyone that listens as well thank you gary for hosting as always and always good to chat with you alfonso yeah yeah all righty alfonso shout outs where can people reach you shout out to you ben once again amazing recommendation shout out to you gary like always, good to talk to you and to you as well, Ben. Shout out to all the listeners, to all the followers. You can follow me on Twitter at AliChan7. Alrighty. You can reach me at Gagalush. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. And shout out to you guys. As always, thanks for joining me. Thank you for letting me host this wonderful podcast. And enjoy the animes. Thank you. Have a good night, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.